usually I I have a couple more words to say. You usually I, I like to have a skit that says boo hoo ha ha ha. Look look at the thing. Look look is it funny? No. This is. What has happened? <laughs> how how did we get to a point where oh yeah let's just book wrestlers then let let's book let's book Santa. Let, let's book this thing. Uh, now we're booking dating apps. Where, where, did the, where did the lines cross? Where, where this has happened? Like, like any of this. How? What? Why? So, in summary, I think I might have a problem. Ladies, gentlemen, and lady gentlemen, my fictional friends, welcome back to this new and exciting edition of the Wrestling With Fiction podcast. The podcast where I pitch to you wrestling storylines from the good to the bad to the damn right insane. My name is Connor, and why why am I doing this? <laughs> so... Uh, story time here with Connor Cooper here. In case you've never heard anybody try to book something like this. Well, uh, spoilers here. I, I have a whole back catalogue of me booking stupid stuff. But there's a, there's a specific reason why we are covering Tinder this week. And why I, I've had a writer's block for this episode for so long. So, for those of you, a little background on me here. Story time with Connor, I guess. I have... A friend group that has nothing to do with wrestling. I have a very close group of friends who have been very supportive about me going on this wrestling podcast journey of mine. And I, I've had a couple jokes here where I just casually advertise the podcast. Kind of, it, it's became a running joke and a meme within my friend group for, for a while. And this has all came ahead because a friend of mine who I will not name used this podcast in a conversation on tinder yes <laughs> this this podcast was used as a as a tinder conversation and and to my surprise because they relayed this to me they knew what this podcast was <laughs> we have integrated For, forget Spotify, forget YouTube, forget Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to this podcast, we have somehow had cross-platforming onto Tinder. How? Why? What the hell is going on? And so uh, after that entire thing, I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to at least try and make this work. <laughs> Even if it's just for a joke and it's not great. The fact that this podcast was somehow mentioned in a Tinder conversation, and not only a Tinder conversation, but the fact that someone knew what this podcast was, who who knew this, watched like an episode, I, I don't know what, I, I still, despite the number of people who listen to this show, I'm still surprised when people listen to this. So if you're listening to this, thank you, you're amazing, but for a situation like this, 
we have we have no choice. We, we have to try and book this. We have to try and book it even if it's the stupidest storyline created in human existence. We have to try and make Tinder into professional wrestling because I doubt that anyone else will. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's Let's get into this before I, I just completely break. So in this episode, we are going to try and fantasy book and integrate Tinder, the app, into professional wrestling. So before we get into that, let, let's talk about how on earth this could work in about three minutes. So let's talk about the mechanics of Tinder, I guess, if there are mechanics. So in case you're like me, you've never used Tinder before, you have the ever so classic and infamous swipe left or swipe right feature of Tinder, including your ever so classic profiles and your ever so classic relations to Facebook and Instagram or all that fun stuff that comes with dating. And since its inception in 2012, Tinder has pretty much revolutionized online dating for better or for worse. Having it become more and more common now that online dating is the way of the future, we've seen more and more people get hooked up publicly and more accepting of online, well, dating. I, I don't really know how else to really explain it. But with it, how does this really apply to professional wrestling? Well, the first comparison, the initial idea that I had in mind was a uh, the anonymous Raw general manager. Now I know this isn't what any people want. It's not what any people will need. Al Snow reference there. It's it's kind of a similar idea. The idea of a anonymous AI supposedly dictating your choices of matches. I mean, the idea is kind of relatively fresh in the world of wrestling. A actual professional algorithm dictating the choices of certain superstars and wrestlers' careers. There's actually a lot of potential there. Really, really think about the idea and the mechanics of Tinder. The idea of picking certain preferences that dictate your supposed dream match. That type of concept with a whole allotted group of professional wrestling fans or WWE Universe fans or whatever you decide to call yourselves. I don't know at this point. There's... There's kind of an intrigue there, considering how subjective professional wrestling is, and how certain people, you have preferences over certain people due to in-ring ability, looks, as is with many dating apps, personality, appearance, all these things that kind of dictate your appeal or dislike of a professional wrestler. So, my question is, if we can take this algorithm, of Tinder. The one that has created so many broken hearts and probably also equally as many people with a lot of hookups, and apply it to the professional wrestling ring inside the squared circle. Is the ring in the squared circle the same? Yes, but I hope you got the point there. What would happen if the supposed WWE Universe or professional wrestling audience got access to an algorithm that dictated the choices and actions of professional wrestlers. 
in terms for their career, their status on the card, and much, much more. It's very much the quote-unquote people power that we never quite got in professional wrestling with the likes of John Laurinaitis, or even just with general managers and supposedly not general managers like Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. The concept is actually kind of interesting. If we're not just going into pure dates and hookups and love angles, which I don't think is what many people want to see in 2022, there's actually a lot of stuff that you can kind of dissect and use in here. And with that, those thoughts in mind, I, I lost my tongue there, maybe we should consider how on earth can we apply this sort of algorithm and choices of preferences that we find in our everyday lives into a little segment I like to call the tagline, which... For those of you who are new to this podcast and it's your first time listening to the show, the tagline is my 30-word summary for this week's fantasy booking or storyline for whatever week it is. Think of it like a summary that you would see on Netflix, Crunchyroll, Hulu, Peacock. Insert your favorite streaming service because likely they've got a summary like we're going to give right now. So please, my my own personal fictional friends, please give... In, in the words of Dragon Ball Z, please give me your energy as I attempt to somehow pitch to you a storyline involving professional wrestling. Jesus Christ, I have to say this. And Tinder, please, just, just cue the music, future me. Please, let this end. As we've kind of discussed, I don't want to do some lovey-dovey storyline, mostly because I don't think that's just a really fun way to do it. I like the idea of using an algorithm, specifically Tinder's algorithm, as a way of, you know, creating a sense of chaos and suspense in the world of WWE. Because, spoilers, this is all going to be about WWE because of all their attempts of adding in rankings in the past. Yes, remember when the SmackDown rankings was a thing? And do you remember the top 25 that WWE used to have on their website? All, all that little stuff and their constant surveys on the network. I, I feel like it makes a lot more sense that you have WWE, this publicly traded company, have this new initiative be planted in that they rely on a certain television style algorithm to help dictate their own product. Because let's face it, general managers are not what Sony Deville and Adam Pearce are, despite when they say, oh, they're not general managers. They, they are general managers. Just just get rid of them with a computer. Fear, fear of technology, 2001 A Space Odyssey, all, all of that stuff. Sounds like something that could be fun for WWE and its brand of sports entertainment. Now with this, the question is, what on earth do you book with this? Do you book a conventionally attractive guy? Do you book a woman? Do you book a possibly reasonably attractive male. I don't know what you do, but all I know is for the tagline this week, it is. In a world dictated by a dating app algorithm, one married and loyal member of the WWE roster finds himself at a crossroads. One filled with power bombs, DDTs, and friendship being torn to shreds. Yes, all of that is what the pitch is, all in the traditional Connor Cooper style of being so perfectly ambiguous so that nobody knows what I'm talking about. 
because that is what my basic tagline is because let's face it here tinder is a mystery to everyone in the male population <laughs> and even the female population uh, unless you are like a very very attractive male it's very hard to get dates on tinder i will admit this i think a good portion of people will tinder is very hard to work with because there's more guys on tinder than there are women and vice versa dates and data all of that fun stuff that i will not name because i've forgotten the resources so <laughs> this is very much an unreliable narrator situation because this is wrestling wrestling for its flaws and beauties is complete and utter bollocks which is beautiful it's goddamn beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful that you can have random things like a potted plant getting over a giant group of family blow up pandas getting a shot at something the entire freaking yoshihiko situation with winning titles wrestling is complete and utter bollocks in the best possible way which is why Tinder will undoubtedly be used in this storyline in one way or another. So help me God, this is going to get really goddamn stupid. So for the sake of brevity and without further ado, let's, let's try and book Tinder into the wrestling business. Oh God, this is going to be so chaotic. <laughs> So our story begins on the post-WrestleMania Backlash show on Monday Night Raw, where, uh, for context here, uh, Drew McIntyre is now back in a program with Sami Zayn. We have a whole thing with Elias and Ezekiel that has now been freshly wrapped up, and Sonya Deville was once again unsuccessful in chasing the women's title against Bianca Belair. Why is this important? Well. They are contacted by Vince McMahon at the end of this week's episode of Monday Night Raw, where they are told by Vince McMahon himself that Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce are now suspended from actively being the GMs of Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown due to their lack of misconduct in the WWE brand. Sonya Deville for chasing after the Raw Women's title and Adam Pearce for simply just not really doing anything major as a GM type figure like what what has he really done to really help anyone at this point uh, not really much like it seems to be running for itself and they announced that next week they are running a brand new testing or should i say brand new managing system to the monday night raw regime this is presented of course by Corey grace who announces that wwe is now sponsored and continually sponsored by tinder that's right, Tinder is now sponsoring WWE, and in its wake is creating a brand new system exclusive for WWE fans and viewers, allowing them to swipe right or swipe left on their current favorite or not so favorite wrestlers, deciding on a particular algorithm that will favor and give us great insight into the current wrestlers and future stars of tomorrow. This occurs for several weeks where your sort of regular stars, your main eventers, and all that are all quickly decided by these almost like iPads and screens that are presented for WWE fans on their smartphone devices because everybody carries them now. Where they decide if they want to swipe left or swipe right on a current WWE superstar, giving us an overall favorable opinion on if 
these people are worth keeping on the WWE roster and regular Monday Night Raw or SmackDown Live bookings. Guys like Austin Fury, Finn Balor, insert your favorite wrestlers, all judged by the Tinder algorithm that is presented constantly at the end of each and every single match. This goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks until we start to see the overall outlook of Monday Night Raw change. Of course, the champions are still there. They're kind of eliminated from the whole process because they're the champion. But we start to see people who are a little bit younger, a little bit more... Some might even say better looking. Your guys like your Angel Garza's, your Humberto Carrillo's getting more opportunities on the card. Guys like Ricochet being presented more higher up on a stasis than before. And some of the people who are, some might even say, taken, starting getting less and less, or should I say, less bookings. All coming to a head with a certain United States Championship match, Austin Fury versus Mustafa Ali. Now during this, A-Town is always down as Austin Fury successfully defends his United States title. Now, some of you might be wondering why we're talking about this match. It's because this ain't about Austin Fury. It's about the next guy who comes into this situation where mid Austin Fury's celebration, holding up his smartphone, taking a selfie over the collapsed pile that is Mustafa Ali, that we see Kevin Owens sprint out to the ring. He starts shouting at Austin Fury. He grabs a microphone and asks what the hell is going on. He starts demanding orders from Vince McMahon and threatens to headbutt him again for why he is not being booked on WWE shows. Now, this continues on until the very next week where Kevin Owens attempts to explain his recentings, his recent outbursts over the WWE product and how in this brand new algorithm, guys like him, the married loyal people are being punished because they weren't this supposed perfect figure. Guys like Angel Garza, your Humberto Garrios, these truly good looking human beings being given more and more TV times based on their looks. Kevin Owens talks about his entire history in WWE, never fitting the WWE mold, let alone the mold of the people in the WWE universe. He has always been a family man, a prize fighter, and ever since this match with Stone Cold Steve Austin, it feels like everything in WWE has been going absolutely insane. First, him facing Stone Cold Steve Austin, the disrespect coming from him, and the god-awful place that is Texas. Next, it's this thing with Ezekiel, Elias, or whatever the hell his name is now, or whatever life crisis he's going through, and now this, this Tinder algorithm, he, he starts to run down how this entire system is ridiculous. Everything that he's been pushing for and striving for in this WWE system is all coming crashing down towards him, and more and more he's being pushed out of the company that he ever so began to trust several months ago when he re-signed his WWE contract. Kevin Owens then sees a little thing on the Titantron. It's, it's the Kevin Owens graphic on the screen and we see that there's been a match, almost like someone has swiped left and created a match for Kevin Owens and it's none other than Angel Garza. Angel Garza takes on Kevin Owens in a very fast-paced match, but with a very quick and decisive victor 
in Kevin Owens. He successfully wins and is still frustrated by this algorithm. He looks up on the Tyrantron and sees that his rating hasn't gone up. No further matches. The algorithm is against Kevin Owens. As we move to the very next week on SmackDown Live. Now, as we've already discussed at this point, Sami Zayn is still in a program with Drew McIntyre at this point, despite the new program added in with Roman Reigns. <laughs> uh, I did not account for this for writing, but we move on. McIntyre is still chasing around Sami Zayn because, you know, Sam Sami Zayn's now just kind of a conspiracy theorist. And during this whole period of Sami Zayn running around the locker room and hiding from Drew McIntyre, he gets... A very surprise confrontation from Kevin Owens. They have a brief stare down where we almost get a, almost like a happy reunion, maybe a fight forever chant here and there as Sami Zayn quickly runs away as Drew McIntyre chases after him. Kevin Owens has been summoned to the SmackDown roster for whatever reason we do not know as he heads to SmackDown for another set of him being backstage because the algorithm does not suit Kevin Owens. The very next week, Kevin Owens sticks around on SmackDown. He ends up on the commentary desk as he eventually examines all of the guys coming in. He puts over each and every single individual talent going in for these particular matches. Your, let's say, your ricochets, your Finn Balor's, your insert favorite wrestlers who are very attractive. But he also puts over how, you know, some of these people haven't really won in weeks, months. Whilst Kevin Owens had been on the main event of WrestleMania and suddenly denied any further opportunity. He keeps going on again and again and again until he looks directly into the camera and he starts screaming at this algorithm, demanding that this changes. That Kevin Owens gets another shot at a big major championship. No, a shot at money in the bank. Which gets us straight into Act 2. So by this point in the story, it has been nearly over two years since Kevin Owens has won a title in WWE. It's been the longest dry spell for Kevin Owens in quite a while since holding a championship in the company. He continually demands to the WWE Universe that he gets a shot in the Money in the Bank ladder match, listing his credentials as a former Universal Champion, one of the longest reigning Universal Champions aside from the Tribal Chief, and alongside this main eventing WrestleMania Night 1. He continues pleading week after week, interrupting Money in the Bank qualifying matches on this Tinder algorithm until he eventually gets his shot all the while lowering and once again getting disapproving glares from people being favoured by the algorithm. Your Austin Furies, your Angel Gazas, your Humberto Carrillos, your Damian Priests, all of your go-to wrestlers who are single and ready to mingle. This all comes to a head for Kevin Owens where he finds himself in a battle royal for the money in the bank qualifying position. With the likes of Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, The Usos, and various others included in this match. And, of course, the rest of the mid-card that's all been favoured by the Tinder algorithm. Your swipe lefts and swipe rights have all been included as they head into this battle royal. Kevin Owens, of course, trying to take advantage of every situation possible against 
all people not really associated to him. Keep in mind, he has had a lot of friendships that have been messed up in these situations. Guys like your Jimmy and Jey Usos, eliminated. Guys like your Riddles and Randy RK Bro, eliminated. But when it comes to the final four, your Austin Fury, your Drew McIntyre, your Sami Zayn, and your Kevin Owens, well, things kind of get a little bit hairy from there. You see, Drew McIntyre still is chasing after Sami Zayn. Why? For almost potentially costing him the Universal Championship against Roman Reigns, in which he is still going after till this day. Drew McIntyre is entirely incensed on Sami Zayn, whilst Kevin Owens looks out to the Tinder algorithm once again, showing an ever-so-declining rating on Kevin Owens' profile on the Titan Tron. This clearly happens again and again whilst Kevin Owens attempts to eliminate Fury, when just by hook or by crook, Fury manages a way to eliminate Kevin Owens. Of course, Kevin Owens is incensed. He's furious. He starts ranting over at the commentary desk. He starts demanding that this whole thing is rigged against him. The whole WWE Universe is against him. And he doesn't know why. He doesn't know why. He, he starts to lose his mind. He starts to talk about all he wanted to do was to provide for his family. And people don't seem to really understand that. All he wants to do is help his kids, help his wife, help everyone. We start to see Kevin Owens kind of break down midway post this match. As it looks like Drew McIntyre is about to eliminate Sami Zayn. We get a very brief pause as Kevin Owens looks over to Sami Zayn. And in this position, he sprints over to McIntyre and he distracts him. He distracts him as much as he can until hook or by crook, Fury once again eliminates McIntyre and unfortunately eliminates Sami Zayn to qualify for the money in the bank. Drew chases after Sami and Kevin Owens follows suit. He follows suit to try and help Sami Zayn and he looks over to McIntyre. He distracts him as much as he can to allow Sami Zayn to escape. Setting up a money in the bank match between Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. We get a very brief exchange between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn back in the next week in the build to the pay-per-view. Kevin Owens talks about how after the past couple weeks, this whole cruel thing with this new algorithm, this new management, it's made him realize that all this prize fighting that he's been doing, he's been going about it the wrong way. He's been going about it in a way that only really benefited him. He didn't realize the sacrifices that he had to give. He became the Judas of WWE. He gave a list to a certain Y2J fella. He fought and fought against everybody who said to loved him and believed in him, including his own best friend. He starts to try and talk more to Sam and he says that if he beats Drew McIntyre, can he listen to him and hear him out? And so through the weeks, we get a very much a buildup of friendship between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens doing everything in his power to reconcile with Sami Zayn and take away that, that sort of behavior that he's had over the past couple of years of just betraying everybody and being the most 
least trustworthy individual in all of WWE. Kevin Owens does everything in his power to do so, taking Claymore kick after Claymore kick to defend Sami Zayn all the way up to money in the bank. Sami Zayn is nowhere to be seen. He talks to a backstage interviewer about how he's doing everything to reconcile this thing. He wishes he can control this algorithm, but the one thing he can control is his actions. The actions that had led him to lose a close friend and the only man that could believe him in this time of conspiracy and turmoil against the Kevin Owens name. And so, it's Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre dominates Kevin Owens for most of this match. He hits a Claymore literally five seconds into this match, knocking Kevin Owens out of the ring. Drew McIntyre being this kind of Scottish war hero and big beefy boy slapping meat, heads out of the ring. He doesn't want to win by just count out. He wants another shot at Roman Reigns. And all he sees from Kevin Owens is just another person getting in his way towards the Universal Championship that should be rightfully his. And so Drew gets Kevin Owens back into the ring. We start to see more of the babyface Kevin Owens that we had during his time feuding with Shane McMahon. The more gutsy performances from KO. The ever so present swanton bombs, the more risk-taking offense that got over Kevin Owens as a man and a freak of nature for his size and appearance. All culminating to a spot with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn slowly walking to the ring. Kevin Owens looks over, surprised and confused. McIntyre looking as furious as ever as in this situation, McIntyre heads straight out the ring. He takes out Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens gets a roll up, but it's a two and a half. He gets up. McIntyre attempts to hit another Claymore kick, but Kevin Owens ducks. As out of all of this, we see for the first time in a bit, the tribal chief stand on the ring apron. McIntyre looks over, distracted, having taken on two men basically at once at this point where he gets a roll-up from Kevin Owens for the one, two, three. Kevin Owens beats Drew McIntyre, once again delaying McIntyre versus Roman for SummerSlam down the line. And Owens goes after Sami Zayn, the unconscious Sami Zayn, and brings him to the back. Next week on SmackDown, Kevin Owens promises to give a greater explanation to Sami Zayn, his own personal feelings towards the matter. Kevin Owens pleads to Sami Zayn, saying that this whole new algorithm is screwing the both of us. Look what this algorithm has made you do. Even before all of this, the whole system has been designed to tear us apart. Even before this whole Tinder algorithm situation, the, the insistent conspiracy theories, the zebra men, the, the stuff that we had in NXT, this company has tried to tear us apart and I am trying so hard to bring back the olive branch and do something together like we used to do back on the independence please i want to have my best friend back he puts out his hand and he says that together they can take down tinder because they know that this this company has never benefited them this company has never truly believed in them because they've always just been a little too different for the WWE system. They 
didn't appear and appeal to being men in suits. They appealed to being men with actions. And their actions speak louder than words. So Kevin Owens puts his hand out. And Sammy... Sammy doesn't do anything. He grabs a microphone. And he runs down everything wrong with Kevin Owens. He goes over his history with him, how he tried to trust him again several years ago when he took him off of an announce table when Shane McMahon flew down onto him. He tried to believe in Kevin Owens again. He tried to believe in him when they were facing the returning Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. He tried to believe in him when he came to NXT and how proud he was, how proud he was of his best friend and everything that he ever did. And then he realized that they were just destined to fight forever. They weren't destined to fight together. They were destined to fight forever. They couldn't be friends. They couldn't, they couldn't do anything like this. And he says that everything that they're talking about, it just brings him conflict. And if he really wanted to find a best friend, then he'd need to go all the way up to Mexico and find a man named El Generico. So Sami Zayn drops the microphone, he leaves the commentary desk, and it's announced at this point, Kevin Owens, sad, distraught, disappointed, that he, according to the Tinder algorithm, has been set swipe left, swipe right, all this stuff, he's informed by Corey Graves that he will be competing in a gauntlet match because his rating on Tinder is so low against Austin Fury, Ricochet, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, and Sami Zayn. And if he loses, he will be fired as we head into Act 3. So, to finally summarize this final part, we have a gauntlet match. Kevin Owens versus... Angel Garza first. Kevin Owens successfully beats Angel Garza very, very quickly, providing just enough of a distraction for Humberto Carrillo to get a couple of really good shots in. He continually targets Kevin Owens' legs, his back, all classic things that are important to his more high-flying offense as a babyface. Kevin Owens continues to struggle. He fights in his hometown of Montreal, Quebec, Canada with his own wife and kids at ringside as he attempts to keep his job in the WWE. He keeps going for it, he keeps fighting, and he manages to beat Humberto Carrillo. Next comes out Ricochet. Ricochet, the most flippiest of flippy doos, the flippity flip, flip, flippity flip. He does all of his classic high flying offense until he gets caught with a stunner out of mid air for the 1 2. Free Kevin Owens by this point is exhausted. He's tired as Sami Zayn comes out. Sami Zayn comes out. He looks over to Owen and his wife and kids. He heads into the ring. Heads into the ring. He grabs a microphone and he sees Kevin Owens just lying in the corner, exhausted, almost like he could be hit with a halluva kick. And Sami Zayn. 
He rushes over, and as it looks like he's going to do a halluva kick, he stops. And he drops the microphone. He hugs Owen. He looks over to this Tinder algorithm. He looks around to the fans. And hugs, hugs Owens. And he says, I'm done. I'm done. And he gets out the ring. We get a 10 count. Sami Zayn effectively forfeits his match, giving Kevin Owens just enough of a chance as he sits out at ringside as Austin Fury comes down. It's Austin Fury against Kevin Owens. More than likely, in many other circumstances, giving Kevin Owens a potentially a US title shot. Possibly, but who knows? As the two have a back and forth affair where Owens, after struggling again and again, finds ways to just keep kicking out of everything that Fury throws at him. As he continues to struggle to get to his feet, he keeps pulling himself up. There's a point where Austin Fury locks him in a submission and we just see Sami Zayn shout at him. He's like, do you want to quit right now? Do you want to quit right now? Do you see your wife and kids here? He keeps reminding him that he's the prize fighter. He is the reason that both of them got into the WWE in the first place. And he keeps shouting, come on, Kev. Come on, Kev. As Kevin Owens manages to get to the ropes. And through hook or by crook. And Austin Fury's own arrogance taking a selfie midway through the match. Kevin Owens rolls up Fury for the one, two, three. He lays on the floor unconscious. The referee holds up his hand as the announcers announce that Kevin Owens has kept his job in the WWE. Sami Zayn comes into the ring. He hugs Owens. They reunite their friendship as the two get up and they make their attention known for SummerSlam. The very next week, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are a united front. They demand a match against the Tinder algorithm themselves for whatever they can at them and they will defeat them. And so it's set at SummerSlam. We get in the most bollocks match that you can think of in the swipe left or swipe right match it is tinder versus kevin owens and sammy Zayn. in what i can only really describe is a cinematic match for the ages so the way this goes down for this conclusion we have kevin owens and sammy Zayn firmly united as a pair now they are they are backstage at WWE headquarters. There are a bunch of things on Titantrons and stuff like that. They head to the WWE production truck that has now been taken over and hoarded by the Tinder algorithm. And almost like it is an isekai from insert your favorite anime. We watch with the WWE style graphics and VR and all of that fun jazz. Kevin Owens. And Sami Zayn jump into a television screen and fight Tinder itself. <laughs> yes, the app on your phone is being fought on inside of a television screen by Kevin Owens 
and Sami Zayn, where they are confronted by all of the swipe left and swipe right features, but for everybody in the WWE, including alumni, everybody in the Tinder database, including the likes of John Cena, Batista, Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon with a do-rag, Vince McMahon with his ECW championship, and maybe even a Bobby Lashley in there. It's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn attempt to fight off people again and again and again until they can get to the delete button on Tinder itself. Imagine this kind of, you know, you know the early 2000s where they kind of imagined what sci-fi would be? That, that's basically the type of room that we're thinking, almost like Into the Matrix, kind of. As we get to the final bit, Sami Zayn is holding off a bunch of former WWE superstars as Kevin Owens gets to the physical... <laughs> physical representation of Tinder that continually morphs into some of Kevin Owens' past traumatic experiences in the WWE. First of all, his relationship with Chris Jericho, the mustache, and the list. All of that stuff. His relationship with The New Day when he betrayed WWE Champion Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods and Big E. We even see, at this point, finally, a version of Sami Zayn. Short hair, sort of short beard, the old Sami Zayn look from NXT. Maybe we even get an El Generico cameo to pop in, kind of like because he was in NXT for a bit. He fought Bo Dallas. Fun fact there. And we just see him have the classic fight forever situation with Sami Zayn. We get the fists going back and forth, a pop-up powerbomb. As Kevin Owens rushes Sami Zayn over to halluva kick the delete button on Tinder. And get rid of, once again, authority in WWE. As this match closes with them being kicked out of the production truck. The Tinder algorithm being firmly destroyed. And <laughs> bringing back general managers. Like, like, I wanted to say William Regal, but William Regal isn't there anymore. <laughs> like, like Adam Pearce. Like Adam Pearce. <laughs> how I'd book Tinder. And so with that chaotic episode, we have reached the end of whatever this was. And, well, I, I know what I think of it. But what, what do you guys think? Do you think it was good? Do you think it was bad? Do you think it was meh? Wrestling subjective, it's odd, it's weird, it's wacky. Let's share your opinions wherever you want to find me on insert your favorite social media platform. You can find me on Twitter at Connor the Cooper. You can find me on Instagram at Wrestling with Fiction. And you can find me on TikTok also at Wrestling with Fiction if you, if you want to see my face more often. I don't know why you'd want to see it, but you can see it. And with that, I think... We're going to end the episode there. I, I want to say, because I know it's been two weeks. It's been a bit. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been so supportive of this podcast for the period of time that we've had and have been so understanding about my recent 
sort of writer's block. This episode was very hard to write and create and come up with. And this wouldn't continue to be a thing without the loving support of every single one of you. So with that, I want to say thank you because whether I want to admit it or not, uh, this podcast generally changed my life for the better in a lot of ways and gave me a creative outlet that has kind of fueled my passion for wrestling and expressing it in a new and amazing way to a point where it I I joked about it earlier but the whole thing about you know this being on like tinder as a conversation or being on like spotify apple podcast google podcast stitcher you know the plugs it, it it's it's really taken me aback recently like how i'm my voice can be heard nearly across the entire world and that's that's kind of mental when you think about it and with that i i'm i'm just feeling grateful today so with with that kind of cheesy note out of the way <laughs> uh i i'm going to end it there thank you all so much for listening this week and i hope that you all have a lovely day and Remember, everyone, wrestling could always use just a little bit more fiction. See you all. Good night, everybody.